Hello, welcome to Mark Langley's Horsemanship Podcast, a podcast helping people to understand their horses better, to provide solutions in a calm, connected way. I'm Jenny Barnes. And I'm Mark Langley. Mark, your first question today is about head shaking. Ivan has a mare who has a who shakes her head, uh, more undersaddled than on the ground. Have you got any suggestions about how you can fix or correct head shakiness and, and what causes it? Well, I guess first the um, the biggest thing, and I, and I think that 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 Mary or she's a um, uh, an ex um, pacer, so you know you can imagine the intense environment that that, that she's been exposed to, um, and. <clears throat> the anxiety that they've gone through and, and, and uh, there's a lot of pressure that horses have never really got to understand. Um, so basically anxiety, you know, bitching, uh, pawing the ground, all that sort of stuff is just anxiety and the horses, usually the horses mind somewhere somewhere else and their feet are back here. So, um, so once the horse's thoughts are present and in that same environment of where they are, they're not destinating, so they're not really uh, anxious to be somewhere else so that's you know one of the best ways to get a horse calm is have them more centered but um, I'm going to talk more on the situation of the actual pressure and how you can sort of help uh, your horse with with the pressure like the pressure of the reins and the pressure of the halter and things like that so something I'd most definitely address is um, how the horse leads first so what's happening is it's like a uh, you know a someone rattling the, the prison cage or the prison cage door they're sort of out there and they're rattling it to go out and that boundary is in their way um, and that's because they've never really understood that pressure so something I'd really be working on all the time is um, you know soft back soft forward yield across uh, in all different directions so the horse brings his thoughts back into the feel and that feel and and that turns into a movement so basically um, you know once a horse is free to move its feet um, you know, it, its mind frees up a lot more as well. So, um, because when you get that brace and, that, and the horse knows that it can go in every direction, uh, you just put a feel there and they think backwards softly and they walk backwards softly and they carry no brace, then basically instead of shaking and fighting um, and evading that pressure, they start to yield and soften and, and they're directed by that pressure. So basically a lot of leading uh, in all directions. And, you know, if you're lowering the horse's head, you're backing it at the same time you can raise their head a bit and back them and bring them forward and there's no resistance and that takes some time with horses um, but every day if you sort of constantly well every time you hold the lead rope you should be putting a feel through it to ask for something you know so it's very common we go and catch our horse and we walk off and then we pick up the field in case they don't come but I, something I would do all the time is pick up the field first when the horse starts to activate to that feel then we walk with them so feel first and our body language second and that just gets us in a habit of putting feel on the horse all the time and they start to soften and yield to it and that's the same in the reins when you move to the reins when you get a really soft back up and the horse can bring its thoughts back into the back up uh, it's, it can bring its thoughts into the reins so lots of nice tight turns where the horse is thinking into the reins um, and then going through to sort of hind quarter yields where the horse is just thinking in the left rein and the right rein um, and just moving its body and rebalancing in the rain softly is going to help a lot of that head shaking but it's just a lot of um but but yeah but but basically reins or lead rope means change so anything you do with those reins or lead rope it means change of thought 
um, uh, change of focus. So yeah, bring your thoughts back into what you're doing. Uh, if the horse hangs on and destinates all the time when you're picking up the reins, then then it's still rattling the cage. So it's it's really important that you sort of address this, and uh, every transition has a has a most definite change of thought, and then the horse is going to feel a lot better, and that'll help with that anxiety as well. Kathy has a horse who she is great starting um, under saddle, and she backed uh, the, this um, horse twelve months ago, and put her out to mature, um, brought her back in, and she's finding that um, sorry, it's a he. Um, that he's very sensitive with her above him. So any noise, any movement, um, any movement in the peripheral vision, the reins on his neck is really worrying him, but nothing really bad has happened. So she can stand up in one stirrup and she's waiting for him to settle, but that doesn't seem to happen. Have you got any ideas to help her? Yeah, it's an interesting scenario that where a horse goes out and comes back and you, and, you, and you thought everything was going okay until you got it back in. And I think sometimes when we're working a horse from, from scratch, we sort of, you know, been spending a couple of weeks getting a horse up to a certain stage. And then when they're at that stage, they're kind of feeling like they're going okay. And then suddenly they go out and come back in and, and, and that stage is not as good as we, we thought it was in this area and, and the horse is different. And I think what happens sometimes they go out, they get, um, there might be some things in there that were troubled about and we didn't quite see it or read it well enough. But because it was sort of, you know, they were in work and a bit naive at the time, I suppose, as the, and, and, and you'd been working, you know, previously so many weeks to get to that stage, that um, that stage seemed a little easier. But if there were sort of things in there that bothered them, when they come back in after a big spell, then you're going to notice those things more. And you probably haven't, spent that time that because you never going right back to the start but you just notice things if there was a hole there or, or an anxiety then the horse is going to sort of come back in and, and that'll be an area you're going to have to really sort of work on and by the sounds of it that's what that's what's happening and sometimes we read things a little differently a horse might be a bit sort of uh, new to something and a bit maybe even um, not shut down to it but they can be a little bit sort of passive and then all of a sudden they were worried about it but then when they come in with more confidence next time they're actually more expressive and saying no I'm really frightened about that and uh, I just wasn't sure when you first did it but second time second thought I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite anxious so um, but anyway to get through that I think what you've got to really look into is so I always go back to soft movement can the horse feel good and soften and walk past me very closely very very quietly in a, in, a, in a you know so that the eye doesn't harden the horse doesn't freeze suddenly when you get to the shoulder or to the rib cage it doesn't start to crab the hind quarter away because it's frightened um so all those you know so so you want to be able to sort of get to a stage that the horse walks past you in increments and you can grade that exposure by sort of just as i say going only increments at a time but as you're doing it you're not just leading them by in one hit you like i do a lot of backwards and forwards in that to get them really supple so when they do lead by, they're really carrying themselves nice and I'm not sort of having to drag on them. Um, and then they'll soften and just walk by and that handling on both eyes is, is a really good sort of start to get them to see how they feel at movement with you just at a normal height. <clears throat> and then I guess you can start to, what you can do is start to sort of do that from a mounting block or something like that. So they, and, and I guess with a mounting block, the horse can go out on a longer line and then come back in again. So you can sort of let them out if they're feeling a little nervous and they can go around you on a bigger circle just at a walk. 
and you can slowly decrease the size of that circle when they start to get a little nervous you can let the rope out a little and let them sort of find a bit of space from you so they can relax again and bring it back in and that's another way of just grading the exposure of um, them getting closer to you while you're quite tall until they can walk in very softly and walk around you softly and you can rub down their back and things like that and and i think you know working on that <clears throat> a little more constantly looking at soft movement once you've got soft movement the stand will be no problem at all because the horse is not moving in an evasive way so when you ask it to stand or you stop um you know you, you stop that rope sort of ground that rope so it stops uh the horse should just stop comfortably um if they're still fidgety and moving then you know that they're still um quite anxious and um but while you're doing all that like around the mounting block you'll still stop and do some forwards and backwards and make sure the horse can be soft and you can place them place them uh wherever you like and um and it'll just take a bit more time um and i guess with these lessons i'm really um centered in the sense that my my gravity is stronger than the horses i'm not kind of walking in on my horse and handling it i'm i'm constantly moving and let them come in come uh, they, they come in and handle me a little bit um so what i say to people is you know you put your hand out and don't put you know 50 percent of your focus on you going and handling the horse and rubbing it put all your focus in the leading hand and the way you're walking and 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 get the horse really listening to the leading hand and then gently lead it in so you can touch it so so you're not stepping your hand in the horse is coming into your hand and and i find that's a really good way of getting them soft and confident they're coming into us until we can then start to work down their sides and above them while they're standing um and then leading up to the fence and things like that um once you've done all those other things and movement soft and trust is there then you can just go to a fence and get them lead up beside you at a fence and just you know maybe start all over again with that sort of stuff and stepping up in the stirrup yeah stepping up in the stirrup that's the other thing when you get the saddle on uh so important if the horse knows how to move softly around you just put your foot in the stirrup and and just ask them to walk softly around you if they can't walk softly around you without pinging away things like that you know that you still got to work there and you still got to um get them used to that um and another great tool is if you've got a pony horse you know just just set it up so you can just walk around them on a pony horse until you can squeeze in on them and handle them all over and just keep them gently moving around and take them on a bit of a ride out in the bush that you're up above them all the time and you know you might even carry just a little flag that you can just sort of touch them over while you're riding and even if you just put a rag on the end of it um you know if you have that that ability to do that well well, well you do it because by the sounds of it uh, your horse has got to a stage that if it's that nervous you don't really want to be getting up there while it's kind of like as tight as a drum yeah, well done for picking up on the signs and um, taking it slowly till it's right because I know with watching Mark, when he gets it right, the next step is, is work because it's seamless and when you get it wrong, then you have problems down the track. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next question might be relevant for quite a few of you out there. It's from Jenny. Um, she says that she's an older, not so confident rider who wants to bring her horse back into work and would like a list of videos to practice um, from very basic things going forward, practicing each step before moving to the next. She's gonna to get together with a group of friends that are all gonna help each other along. It sounds terrific. Can you just walk her through, um, Mark, what you, what you think you'd like her to start to work with? And also a little bit about um, how you actually think about doing things step by step because um, you have a certain take on how to um, initiate your own horsemanship 
Yeah, I think um, I, uh, of all the clinics I've, um, I've been doing over the years, I've felt I've been doing undoing a lot of people's horsemanship, which is a bit of a shame in a sense for the for the people. Not a shame because I guess um, you know they did get things out of it, but I guess I've seen a lot of damage done through people going from through through methods or programs where they're just kind of doing start at the start and um, and and go through all the uh, the things and you know to get your horse trained because um, I think sometimes they were doing things with their horses that the horse wasn't ready for uh, sometimes you know more more focused on the method than than how the horse was feeling about what it was doing and uh, whether it was suitable for that horse right there and so so it's really important I think and when and I found I, I, I was I was very wary of putting videos up um, that people can watch um, because I was scared that people would just go, oh, I'm just going to go into that with my horse. And I guess what I want, you know, especially with the, um, the, the, the videos I put for everyone to learn with is I want them to sort of go and look at it and go, oh, well, he's working with a shut down horse there and my horse is like that and I think that'll work for mine. And, and you have to go home with your own discretion and, and kind of work it and, 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 you know, use that idea that I'm using on your horse but if you sort of, you just wouldn't do that particular lesson on another horse. Um, so um, a lot of the videos are takes at clinics and things like that where I'm working with different horses um, on a certain thing and that's applicable to some and not applicable to other horses. But on the subscription there's a lot of videos which um, show a lot of detail of the early stages of training which I think is going to be important for what, what you want. And that's all the young horse starting ones. I mean, anything there, any leading videos that we've got, all that just shows fundamentals of leading. And now you might get in those sections um, some me working with a troubled horse or something. It'll still be takes on things that could happen or things you might already be seeing in your horse um, that you still take note of. But um, the young horse stuff goes into the detail of uh, you know, the, the little pieces that I, I sort of piece together to get the horse to understand something, so they're very good. Even the foal handling is really good, you know, in the concepts of leading and stuff like that and picking up their feet, because uh, it goes through the concept of what you're wanting in, in the horse later on. Um, and, and yeah, as I said, leading, and there's also how to use a flag. I was so wary about, you know, even showing people how to use a flag, because I, I, over the years I saw so many damaged horses from incorrect flag use and, and, and the constant use of flags to drive horses that I was very scared of even sort of maybe showing someone how to use a flag but so there's even a video on maybe some ideas on how to use a flag and what I use it for so you don't just go and get one and you know chase your horse out of the fence and go I wonder what went wrong um, so so yeah but anyway if you, if you have a look there's a lot of that foundational stuff's really important and then uh, as you get a feel of it you'll start to work and, and pinpoint little videos that might be suitable for your horse that you want to go in more depth or you might see that something's not quite working and you um, you know the videos will show you how to to help with those and also I might just add very quickly that don't forget that there is the challenge which will walk you through how to establish a really good relationship with your horse and then um, some of the fundamentals that Mark incorporates into everything he does <coughs> kind of all there in the challenge as well so that would be a good one to work through. You can learn more from Mark online through his online training videos. Just search Mark Langley Horsemanship. There's over 380 training videos which everyone has access to with a seven day free trial. If you like what you see, it's just $15 a month from there. 
that's help where you need it.